set for tonight's preseason finale against the Rams. Here's Matt Smith and Kyle Reese. And Kyle Reese on your fan football pregame, leading you up to kickoff the Broncos and Rams. We will be back tomorrow morning, by the way, as we are every Sunday morning from 8 to 10. The Matt and Kyle Show will break everything down from tonight's game and, and give you reaction. And, and Kyle, we're also going to preview the buffs, man, because I don't know if you know, I don't know if you checked your calendar, but today marks seven days until TCU, buddy. Until until Coach Prime runs out in Fort Worth. Hey, hold on real quick before we get to that. Did you yeah. call it the Matt and Kyle show? Is that official? It's you know, that's it's the Sunday morning show on the fan, but okay. it's the Matt right. and Kyle show. Uh, you and I the, you and I are there. I'm just I mean, trying to figure it's Matt out. and Kyle. If I have to get used to it and you know start to put a little whip on it. I'm just trying to make sure. <laughs> You own bumper stickers? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. I can get you a business card if you want. Let's let's um, make it marketable, my friend. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. We'll figure that one out. We'll save that for the break, though. <laughs> hey, I wanted to get to a few texts on the Rumblesaw.com text line. 303-713-1043. If you're making your way down to Empower Field, make sure you shoot us a shoot us a text. Let you know you're let us know you're headed down. We'll give you a shout out. Someone says, Hey guys, taking my daughter Olive to her first Broncos game. She's so excited. Go Broncos. That's from Aaron and Morrison. Aaron, Olive, we hope you guys have a great time tonight. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the new renovations. $100 million went into the stadium. I actually just got a, a text on our group chat here, Kyle, and, and the scoreboard. Man, I mean, I, I know we can say that it's the fifth largest in the NFL and that it's 70% bigger, but it's 70% bigger. It looks like it's taking up the entire south end zone. 70%. I don't remember it being small. Well, now it's really big. That's the thing, is, is if you don't remember that, now you'll remember. See, the, the photo I just got, actually, and I think Drew Spivak is down there, and he just sent this to me. I'll fire this one off to you, and I'm going to post it on my uh, uh, a Twitter page here, at Real Matt Smith, Matt with one T. But this thing, man, it, it is huge. It will change everything. And I think it was Andrew Mason yesterday. Wasn't he on with you guys saying that um, you're going to have to get used to how big it is? Yeah, I can't remember if he was on the phone or I can't remember. But, yeah, I definitely have heard because it can be distracting, right? And even Jake kind of talked about it like you can find yourself watching it on the board instead of on the field. And uh, I, I don't know. Do you think that takes away from the experience a little bit? How do you parse that out? No, you just got to train your eyes, though. I, I, you know what I remember? It, I, the, the one scoreboard or video board big switch I remember, obviously the one at Ball Arena, right? That that was a yeah. big one, and and, yeah. and certainly you couldn't avoid it when they when they first installed it and you, you went to your first Avs or Nuggets game. But I remember up at CU when they did the one up at the Coors Event Center, the basketball arena. Remember how they had the video boards like on the sides where you had to turn your head to the side away from the, the court to actually see the yeah. replay right yeah. in the corners? And strange. then they put the one in the middle and you're like, oh, wow, this is what it's actually supposed to be like. That's nice. So, yeah, it can take a bit to get to, to get adjusted to for sure. Hey, Eli and Longmont on the text line asks us about uh, – catching him up on injuries the Broncos have suffered all season long so far. So, Eli, the big ones to keep your eye out for. Tim Patrick, obviously done for the year with an Achilles injury, second season in a row. That happened the first day of pads. Kyle, you and I were out there, man. That was brutal. Yeah. Snake bitten, Brutal. Man. Snake bitten. Now, and since he's gotten his money, Snake man. by Matt Smith, I guess, yeah. unfortunately. Because he, he signed that contract, I believe, in the middle of the season. 
two years last ago. Year, yeah, two, yeah, in 2021, yeah. he and Cortland Sutton in, in a 72-hour stretch both got contract there extensions. You go. And, and he's played the like same player twice. six or seven games since. Someone on the text line here says, send that fact check to the Denver Broncos organization so they can retract their inaccurate statement about the new scoreboard being the tallest in North America. And that is, of course, in reference to Jake Shapiro of DenverSports.com, who we just had on the show. And he mentioned that that statement is a little false, that the that Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City is actually the tallest scoreboard in North America. You know what? Don't apologize. You saw what happened last year when the, the doggone coach apologized. Yeah, we said it. Double down on it. <laughs> well, someone else on the text line says that's just another L to KC, the Broncos are oh. going to take, which, oof, that's brutal. Don't do that's that. That's really brutal. Don't do that. Someone, so another another texter here, all we really want to see on the brand-new scoreboard is a Broncos victory. Yeah, that would be nice. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see more touchdowns, some more points. You know, the, all of that stuff, would that'd be great, wouldn't it? It, it would be. What's, um, what's your over-under on what they'll average offensively? 20, 21, I'm setting it. Well, last season they were the worst in the NFL at 16.9 points per game. So nowhere to go but up, yeah. right? Hopefully. Nowhere. Someone actually asked me that question earlier today, and I said I think they'll be right around 20 points per game. Okay, so I you're going under on my 21. Yeah I, yeah. I think Sean Payton will definitely score more. I, I, I have no doubts about that. After what we've seen in the preseason, they've demonstrated an ability to have a competent, effective offense. And at least through two preseason games, we were we were shown that the Broncos are going to be able to set up the pass with the run, right? And, and their play action is going to be heavily involved this year, whereas last year we were told it was supposed to be. We were told we were getting the wide zone, the boot action, right? All, all the play action stuff, the Shanahan system, but it never just came to fruition. And the Broncos last season finished 31st in the league as far as play action usage rate goes. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like you said, nowhere to go but up. I want to finish answering the question about the injuries, though, because we, we, we got we went left a little bit. You talked about Tim Patrick, right? He's down. Jerry Judy is another receiver that's going to be out for a few weeks at least. Jalen Virgil was one that he had to, made two explosive plays in the first two preseason games. And then on the explosive play that he made last week, um, what was that? His meniscus? Yeah, that he, he tore last meniscus. Night, popped yeah, his meniscus, yeah. and and, and yeah, so San that's Francisco. that's a tough one. Lost Jonas Griffin. He was a backup inside linebacker earlier. Uh, uh, and it was on August third, and uh, Baron Browning is another one that um, we don't know when he's going to come back. And it sounds like he had a a non football related or or yeah, he, he was, was on the pup list. Yeah, yeah. he was a, away yeah. from the team when he was injured. So those are the most significant ones. Mike Purcell as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who just re-upped, right? Or, yeah, or renegotiated. Restructured, yeah. 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 And he, he's re- renegotiating so he can, you know, not end Hopefully. up as a vet cut. You know, yeah. you don't want to end up as a vet cut just because he got hurt, which which is a, a, a tough situation for him because defensive line is somewhere they really need the depth. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? Whoever initiated that conversation, it's a smart move. I don't know if it's his agent. I don't know if it's him. and said, hey, look, what do we have to do here to stick around? Um, and, and it can be a value add to the Broncos because we have talked about him as being one of those fringe players. He was off on the uh, infamous side field working by himself, and he felt like he had been ostracized from the team a little bit. So maybe this helps get get him back in the fold. Did you just compliment George Payton? Was that what you did? No. How did you, how did you arrive at that? 
No, you it, definitely just maybe. complimented George Payton. You said you don't know whose idea it was to restructure Mike Purcell's contract. That was, that was GP, baby. <laughs> that was the GM. Okay. That's GP, the GM. Oh, let me holler at you, Mike. Let me see if yeah. we can get you a little cheaper in here. Yeah, exactly. I, okay, maybe. Exactly. All right. Hey, Shout out to this George. Was, no, no, no. That's not how it went. That's not how it went. It's not, it wasn't, let me just see if we can get you a little cheaper. It was, hey, hey, Mike, step into my office real quick. Look, either we re- re- renegotiate this contract or you're gone. Which one do you want? Yeah. You want to get fired or, or do you want to just take a little bit less? since you hurt. Oh, you're going to take a little less. Wonderful. Great. We can't wait to get you back out onto the field. Nice talk. Bam. Nice two-minute conversation. <laughs> Over. It was a one-way street, that conversation. Uh, hey, look, we teased Stidham and Danucci. Let's talk about what we see, what we're going to see tonight out of Jared Stidham and Ben Danucci and what we have seen, right, throughout this preseason. Because as we know, Russell Wilson has started to deal with injury issues here the last two years as he's gotten a little bit older. He missed several games last year, so chances are we're going to end up seeing either Stidham or Danucci at some point this year in some sort of capacity. So what do we see out of those two guys? What do we expect tonight? We'll, we'll wrap about that next. Getting you set for tonight's preseason finale against the Rams. Here's Matt Smith and Kyle Reese. Kyle, can you feel that? Sounds like a party downtown. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be a party here soon. Because the regular season's starting off here. <laughs> and college football started, obviously, week zero. You want to know what I just did? Tell me. For, the, for maybe the last, for the last season opener ever, I had to find Pac-12 Network on my television. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a moment of silence for it? I did. I did. I, I sat there and I was like, you know what? This is going to be one of the last times I get to do this. This is bittersweet. Bittersweet. Uh, anyway, I digress. All right, yeah. let's talk about Jared Stidham and Ben DiNucci, all right? Jared Stidham gets signed as the backup quarterback by Sean Payton almost immediately when free agency opened. And he was the backup originally in New England. Then he made his way with Josh McDaniels over to Vegas with the Raiders, in which he ends up starting two games. He kind of caught the eye of everybody across the NFL with his first start because he went up against San Francisco and gave him a hell of a fight. Then they lost in overtime, and then they lost again the next week. And it was enough of a sample size to intrigue just about everybody across the football world, right, Kyle? Enough so where Sean Payton went back into his draft notes when Jared Stidham was coming out and said, man, man I like this kid. Maybe we... Uh... Maybe we overlooked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and look, it's just an... You know, I'm Sean Payton. I can make it work. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's just opportunity, right? But we've seen that happen with the backup guys all the time. You know, you come in and Mike White shocked the league, I think, last year for... You talking for, about Turnpike, Mike? <laughs> for like for like three minutes, and then it was mm-hmm. over. Uh, and, and so it, it happens in the NFL that way. Now, and he earned himself some money, so good on him, right? Are you kidding me? He earned himself a good amount of money. How about two years, ten million, and that second is a player option, right? So, or, which to me that was just confusing in and of itself to give him, or, or is it a team option? It might be a team option. Now that I think about it, the smart thing would would be to give him that team option. So I think it is a team option. Now that I think about it, but I'll tell you, from what I saw out at training camp to what I've seen in the preseason games. He had a better week two than he did a week one, but I don't know that I would see anything beyond just perennial backup quarterback. Do you? Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. But and and again, you know, if he has to play two games for you, 
Um, can he be better than Rippon was last year? Can he be, you know, can we're going to see Rippon tonight, by and, the way. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's you know, I, I don't think you're, you're looking to scale the moon or jump over the moon with your backup quarterback play. So I, I think he can be serviceable in two games, maybe three, but I think the league will start to catch up with him if he has to play beyond that. So let's hope that we don't have to see him that much. You say serviceable, man. You say serviceable, but it's I, a I, naughty I just word. Don't, I just don't know what service that is that he's going to provide you. Game management, yeah. you know, the execution of the offense, is that is that what we're talking about here? Well, don't be so down on him because he did start five for five last week. Oh, and, 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 shoot. I, oh, yeah. yeah get, Started get. five for five. I, I can't believe I shortchanged him. Yeah, that way. a little that's, bit. That's unfortunate. And quite a bit was in the two-minute. I get it. But I, I think, you know, if Sean Payton can get the running game going like he wants to, that will help any, uh, both Russell Wilson and Jarrett Stidham uh, help get the offense down the field, stay on schedule, et cetera. So uh, I think that a large part of both of their success is going to be contingent on having some success in that. Yeah, look, I'm being a little facetious, right? I mean, obviously, we don't expect him to come in and, and tear the world up. But I think I, I'd like to see just a little bit more than I've seen from him. And we're going to get that opportunity tonight in the preseason finale against the L.A. Rams. It is the fan football pregame. We are taking you right up to kickoff here. Kyle Reese, Ben DiNucci. That's what I want to ask you about. Ben DiNucci, right? He started all those games in the XFL. We remember his brief tenure there with the Cowboys. He had a good week one, and throughout training camp, there really wasn't a difference between him and Jared Stidham. We were, we were talking to ourselves like, look, I mean, I, DiNucci might, he might be better than Stidham is. What have you seen out of Ben DiNucci? You know what I like? He, he's got spunk, man. He, he, he looks like he's out there. With, he, he is a guy with nothing to lose, and he's playing that way. And, and he gets fired up, and he seems like a guy that you can rally around a little bit, and you want that in a backup quarterback. I don't know if it's enough to move Stidham out the way, but you like the the energy that he plays with. I can appreciate that. Yeah, and, and you know, it looks effortless sometimes for, for Danucci. I don't think he had a great game in week two of the preseason, but... Man, look, here's where I'm at with it because I don't I don't know that he's going to end up making this 53-man roster. I don't I don't see a reason to carry the three quarterbacks at least right away. But if you can find a way to keep him around on practice squad, that'd be great. I just I'm not so sure that they're going to be able to. You look around the league, you know, Trey Lance just got traded for a fourth-round pick. You think Trey Lance actually going to play for Dallas? Don't they have Cooper Rush down there still? I think Cooper Rush is still down there. It, it wouldn't yeah, but they kind of want, I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of that one myself, and I don't want to go too far down that road because it will just give me a headache. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, you know, they are in high demand because you, especially with the addition of the 17th game, right? You, it's a lot of instances you're finding you have to go to that backup quarterback and you want somebody that's reliable. Look what the, the situation that the Jets were in last year. Goodness gracious, it, it, it got real sticky out there. So yeah, I I can imagine having to want having somebody there that you can rely on to to be serviceable. I know that's a word we don't want to use, but you want that in that guy. So how do you think Sean Payton handles this tonight? You think Stidham gets the first half and Danucci gets the second half? Yeah, it would make sense, right? I, I you know I, I think they're pretty much all in on Stidham, but you know it would make sense to give the guy a shot if not for him, not for this team, for someone else's. The update as far as injuries go uh, for right now, and we'll on the other side bring you up to date with who is in tonight and who is out tonight. But the one thing we do know is the Broncos offensive line is not going to be starting, which does mean Russell Wilson is not going to play. Are you 
are are you in line with that decision not to give them at least one series? This is the, the it's going to be the last we've seen of the first team offense was was in San Francisco. So how do you think they fared throughout preseason? I, I don't believe you're happy with the Cardinals' performance. Um, they played a little better last week. I would like to see him for one series, but I'm not going to put him out there with a backup offensive line for damn sure. So yeah, well that's well, obvious. I'm not that talking was about done. Russ. Hey, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not talking about Russ. I'm talking about the first team offense because all we were told heading into training camp is that Sean Payton was going to do things differently this time around. It wasn't going to be Hackett this year, right? He's going to actually get these guys calloused and ready to go. So my question to you is: Do you think that they're calloused and ready to go? I, I don't feel great about it, especially because you haven't seen them all on the field at the same time. And when you saw what. You know, four out of the five, it didn't look great, right? I, I think Ben Powers still needs some work, and, and you didn't see McGlinchey at all. So, no, I don't think they're callous, but at this point, you know, the hay is in the barn, so you got to figure it out. But but is it? I mean, they could play tonight. Is the is, is the hay really in the barn? According to Sean Payton. Would you <laughs> right, like to right. see him? What do you think? Well, look, I get why we're not seeing him. I know what Sean Payton saw in San Francisco. He saw a team that was vulnerable and is going to have to do whatever it takes to win. I, I would say that that's a pretty fair assessment, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're going you're to have to pull some some rabbits out the hat for sure. Right, so so ahead. why do that in preseason game three? There's no need for that. You I know, I, I get it from that perspective, but, man, are you telling me that there's an opportunity to go out and get your first-team guys a little bit more experience together, a little bit more repetitions, yeah. more rhythm? Get lathered up a little bit, man. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. They just had 120 snaps together the last two days or, or Wednesday and Thursday in joint practices with the Rams. You got everything you needed to in that perspective, right? You probably even got more snaps than you would give them sure. in a preseason sure. game. You, in fact, you definitely got more snaps. I think on Wednesday, Russ Russ had probably like 40 or something like that. That was the report. So, yeah, you saw everything you needed to in practice as, as far as it goes against the Rams, right? But now... Now it gets to a situation where it's like, okay, are we are we lathered up to go for week one? And I'm just not exactly sure that they are. And, and look, that's the purpose of the joint practices, right, is to see something different, um, take some of the hits off of your own guys, et cetera. But uh, if you got what you needed and that 120 snaps, I didn't know that was a number. That's a big number. So yeah, I, I would feel good. I would feel good about that because you're going to have film on it because you're filming the practices. So you know, at this point, what's the difference other than being in the stadium in front of a live crowd? I see someone here on the text line is asking us about our other storylines as far as, you know, who is going to play tonight. Let's get into that. We're going to dive into that. And also on the text line, this is important. I want this from from fans. I want to know what fans think. 303-713-1043. If you had five receivers not named Jerry Judy that you had to put on the Broncos from who they currently have on their roster, simple question. Who makes this team? Mm. That's next. Getting you set for tonight's preseason finale against the Rams. Here's Matt Smith and Kyle Reese. On the Ramoslaw.com text line here. We were asking for the five receivers not named Jerry Judy who would make this team if you were Sean Payton because cut down day, Kyle, cut down days are coming. The chopping block is a coming for this team. This texter says he wants to see Sutton, he wants to see Hinton, he wants to see Mims, and he wants to see number 48. Is that Michael Bandy? Yes. 
Yeah. Or is he, he's 46, I think he is. Yeah, Michael Bandy is number 46. Look, I get where he's coming from. Michael Bandy has made plays, but Michael Bandy's not making this team. I got news for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't Maybe, make sense Maybe unless of that he one. tears the world apart tonight. Yeah, who's the fifth <laughs> one? Uh, do you say five or do you say four? What What'd you say? I said the five outside of Jerry okay. G, right? So you, so you got room for somebody who's actually going to make the team. Okay. All right. You got one more spot. Yeah, it'll be and, – and, and, but I do think his point is valid. I think Kendall Hinton makes his team. Obviously, Cortland Sutton's making the team. Marvin Mims is clearly making the team. I think, I think outside of Judy, Sutton, and Hinton – and to clarify something from earlier in the show, you wanna, we were talking about injured reserve and what, how that works. You want to you wanna bring that up? Yeah, so we were trying to figure out if Jerry Judy – if he went on IR, and, and they kind of instituted the temporary IR, uh, was it last year, maybe year before, um, where it wasn't for the entire season. And so it was it four weeks or four games. So when I looked it up, it was actually four games from when the injur- from when the player was placed on the injured reserve list. So it would be, if they did that, it would be the Jets um, when he could come back. And that just, Do it. I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, from an injury standpoint, I, I feel like you would feel good about the hammy by then because that's not until October 8th, okay? So Man, that's you'd hope weeks, so, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like you'd hope so at that stage. I just don't know if, if it's going to be realistic to really, look, here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at. You're not putting him on IR. It's a several-week thing. Hopefully by the time week one rolls around, he's starting to feel better. I don't know if he's going to play against the Raiders, but I think the goal here has to be week two or week three at the latest. And then if he has a setback or he's just not right, then you go from there. But I, I would not put him on IR, which means you got to carry him, which means you're probably not bringing on right uh, 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 six other receivers outside of Judy because you're probably not going to carry seven. I would be surprised. I think they, they would probably – and this is the question. If you could carry an extra tight end or an extra receiver, who would it be? An extra tight end. We'll see. Now, that's that Albert O conversation. Mm-hmm. There we go. And, and tonight would help him. <laughs> see, see, look, man. Would the, it help him? Would it? Well, yeah. Hold on. Before you even get going here, I mean, this is this is the conversation we need to have. Does Albert O, did the last two weeks, you know, expunge him of the last several years? Well, it depends on what you think of the last several years. I, I think he can make plays in the passing game, right? But the problem is he's a he's a tendency guy because when he's on the field, you know he's not gonna he's not gonna block a soul, right? So, yeah, I, I I've never doubted that he can be a dynamic down the field receiver. But you know, are, are you tipping your hat? Is the problem? I I just find it funny that one block on a touchdown run in the second half of the second preseason game of the year is going to be substance for people to draw from. Because that's what people have been telling me. One play. He had his man nine yards down the field. Look, I'm glad for him. I'm happy for him. But they already have one other tight end who can't block in Greg Dulcich. Why carry two? I, I, I don't see that happening. Well, and, and now you're talking about carrying four tight ends. Because I think I, they're going to keep Troutman. They're going to keep Dulcich. And man hurts. They went out and paid money too. So you're going to go through the ups and downs with him. And Nate so, Adkins or Albert Okwueyo. Oh man, but but see, okay, so Adkins can do more for you because now not only can he be your fourth tight end, but he can be on that PAT team. He can be on that punt team. He can be a guy that runs down. I don't know if you you know you want to take it that far, but he can be a guy on kickoff, right? So he he's got a few more options, and he probably is a little bit more willing. You know, so I, I think if you had to choose between the two, it sounds really weird. But Albert O's is the one that uh, you show the door. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think it has to be. I think it has to be. I mean, Nate Adkins, and here's, unless, 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 unless you believe that Nate Adkins is better suited as your backup H-back fullback, right? Because if you, if you think that, then there may be room for both dudes to make it. Honestly, they're right. No, because I don't think they're carrying four running backs, no, right? No, you you just let Nate do that. <laughs> you, you don't even have to keep. I don't think you have to reserve another roster spot for that. He can do all of those things. You know what we need to do? We need to come up with our fifty-three. That's really what we need to do. All right, give me your quarterbacks. We're keeping two: Wilson and Stidham, right? Wilson and Stidham. I wish right, I could you, have. You got a pen on you? Yeah, I got a pen. I know on. you do. I know you. I know you got your notes. I can't find my pencil, so you write these down, okay? Okay, hold on. All right, so I, I so got we got paper though. Hold on. Well, you'll uh, figure it out. Okay. There's, I'm sure Dan Jacobs left papers lying all oh, around the plenty, studio. He, plenty, he was in on Saturday. Plenty. I'm ready. It, it took that long. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so we got Wilson and Stidham, only Wilson's carrying two. There you go. We are carrying Javante Williams, Samaj P. Ryan, and Jaleel McLaughlin. Correct. Correct. Okay. Wide receiver. Well, let's come back. To yeah, <laughs> come back. Go, go, no come back to me. No All right. How about offensive line? How many offensive line do you think they're going to keep? Oh man, you got to you got to have nine? seven of those. Uh, yeah, I think. All right. All right. Yeah. So you, you, that's you, tough. You, you, you keep you Quinn Bailey. Starting. Yeah, Quinn maybe. Bailey's on the make. He's making the roster. Well, they like the kid, the Polishevsky kid, the the the, the undrafted rookie. They really think he can do, do some thing. things for them. Good job, man. You've been practicing yeah, Polishevsky. Yeah, names names to me are, are are old hat, man. When when you when you start in this business doing play by play, you never want to screw up somebody's name. So you so you make sure you can you can dial those in. No, All right, so you got you got those you, guys. Yeah, you got those guys. What are you keeping? Seven, nine offensive linemen, probably seven. Right, right now there's three, four. There's eight right now. You know, so so you might, yeah. Will Sherman, Isaiah Prince, Demontre right, Jacobs, so I think those you guys. You probably on the keep fringe. two backup tackles, yeah, right, and a, and a backup guard. There you go. All right, so maybe Kyle Fuller, you're keeping. You probably keep you two backup to. guards and two backup tackles. So you probably right. keep nine offensive linemen and one so prob- swing, right? What's that? One Birkin swing. Can you play center and guard for you? Yeah, he can. So yeah. maybe you end up going with him over yeah. Kyle Fuller. Is yeah. that what you're saying? No, I, I just it, it might make one of those guards that you don't love expendable, right? So what is Henry Bird a guy that you love, right? He's no. he's a rookie from Princeton, right? So Mm-mm. so you don't you might be able to to save a space there. All right, so here's your five: Bulls, Powers, Cushenberry, Miners, McGlinchey. Then you've got Fleming, Prince, Wattenberg, Fuller. Yeah. That sound right? Yeah. I, listen, it, it. I feel like even though it's not a great room, it's one that was relatively hard to penetrate, right? Or, because yeah, of so, of so the where money. are we at with numbers wise now? What were we at sixteen? Yeah, ain't much left. All right, so yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be tough. Imagine guys, have, I, this is tough, man. I know. That's why I'm saying this is why you have to do it. All right, so you got sixteen wide receivers. I'm gonna go with Judy Sutton. I'll go with Brandon Johnson. I know little Jordan Humphrey has made more plays, but I just think that Sean Payton's going to want Marquez Callaway on this team. I'll give you this. That position battle between both those former Saints comes down tonight. That comes down to tonight. One player makes this team. Who you got? You pick. I'm going to roll with Humphrey. Okay. All right, so we got little Jordan Humphrey, Mims, Sutton, Judy. And then you got a then you got another one. 
You're going to make me make a dog on spreadsheet. Kendall Hinton <laughs> or Montrell Washington or Marquez Callaway? Kendall Hinton, Marquez Callaway. Or what was your last one? Montrell. Oh, yeah. Montrell goes. Okay. So yeah. then you got Hinton or Callaway. Pick one. Hinton. All right. So then you've got Sutton. Just because. Johnson, right. Mims, Humphrey, and Hinton. Okay. You could sell me. You could sell me. Okay. All right. Hey, high five. We did it. All right. Tight ends. Tight end room. You got three. Troutman, Manhurts, and Dulcich. There you go. And then, and then Michael Burton. Can't forget Michael Burton. So what are we at there? We, we're at six, so we're at 22. Is, is then, Burton in your tight end room, or is he in your running back a, room? Well, he's your fullback. Okay. So he's a, he gets his own room. Oh, he's nice. He's a single. Nice. He's a single. Nice. It has Russell's. an ensuite bathroom, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Just stay at Russell's. <laughs> okay, so, so we're at 22, and then you add the three tight ends, 25, 26 on offense. Yeah, that sound about right? Yeah. We're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. Are you, are you is there anybody we missed? Is there anybody that 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 didn't make this team that should make this team? Well, we haven't talked about running backs yet, so there's Well, a, we did. We said we you're keeping 3. You're keeping Javante, you're keeping okay. Samaje, and you're keeping Jaleel. There you go. Okay. All right. So, what's our final number here? I'm working on that. <laughs> I, I had to get the technology out. I, I couldn't write fast I know enough. Ty and Sean are behind the glass. Maybe they'll come bring they're you like, a calculator. What the hell? <laughs> All right. So, this so, <laughs> on the other side, <laughs> Kyle's going to finish doing his math, and then we're going to take a look at the defense as far as those guys we expect to make this team. We'll do all that and more. It's the Fan Football Pregame with Matt Smith and Kyle Reese. Join in on the Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. Back in just a minute. Yes, sir. Getting you set for tonight's preseason finale against the Rams. Here's Matt Smith and Kyle Reese. With the devil right beside me. Kyle, did you get that picture? Yeah, I did. How about that, man? It's like a, it's like a small building. I mean, how about that, man? Like I said, that was the first time the angle to me really you could tell just how big that new scoreboard is down there at Empower Field. I just sent Kyle that picture, and if you want to check out this angle, which I really think shows it off better than anything, on Twitter, at RealMattSmith, Matt with one T, man, it's it's like it's the entire south end of the stadium. And you can see it, right, when you're driving, you know, on I-25 and, and you catch it, you can see how much bigger it is. But that angle where it's on and you can tell from head on, man, that thing is, that, that's massive. The, the top of it is even with the third deck. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, it is extremely tall, but it is not the tallest in North America, as they so falsely claim, according to our own Jake Shapiro, who said that Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City is actually has a taller video board. Have you ever been out there to Kauffman? Uh, you know, I've driven by it. I've never been in it. <laughs> well, you're not missing no, much. Not much. <laughs> All right, so did you end up coming up with the final tally there? Yeah, I, I, I got to get this spreadsheet out, man. Like, you're moving, moving too fast, man. Well, need, you had five minutes. I had to get technology. Uh, I've got 26. You had five minutes to make this work. <laughs> I'm working on mine. I'm down to 26 plus 41. I'm down to 67. I got a few kids I got to cut still. But, yeah. <laughs> How many did you come up with? I, I've got 26. On offense. We just made it through the offense. Yeah, How many got, did you come up with? I got 26 on offense. You got 26 on offense. Yeah. All right. Um, let's start with uh, corners. How many corners are you keeping? Five? Whew. Well, 
Riley Let's just Ma- go through the names. Yeah. Let's go through the names. Well, Patrick Sertan. Right. Yes. That, that's one. Yeah. Damari Mathis. That's two. There you go. Jaquan McMillan. That's three. Kwan Williams. That's four. By the way, on Kwan Williams, I know we had Eli and Longmont text in earlier on the Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. He was asking about players that are hurt. And I heard your interview the other day with Mike Kliss. And what, what wasn't Cliss mentioning that Kwan Williams could be a candidate for injured reserve? Yeah, it's it's something that is um, it's ongoing, right? And, and he hasn't played all preseason, so you know that's another question mark. And if so, right, that complicates this conversation because both he and Riley Moss, you know, are talking about guys that aren't going to be back until you know a quarter of the way into the season, or if that's the case. So, yeah, do you find a guy like? Fabian Moreau on this list that may not have been on it before. I just, that was the first I had heard that Kwan Williams is going to miss a, a, a chunk of time in the regular season, at least. Yeah, we've, if that is the case, I'm going to have to get clarification with Cliss on that a little later, but I do believe that is what he said. We've only seen and him in as, practice. Right, right. We'd only see him. Has he been practicing lately, though? I know he practiced no. that first week. No, I, I saw him in practice and I haven't seen him since. Yeah, I don't think he has either. Yeah. And when Cliss said that the other day, I said, man, Kwan Williams, you're going to be without him maybe for four weeks? He's a candidate for IR for four games? Yikes. I mean, that would be a big loss for that yeah. back end. Yeah. But, uh, All right, so you got, so you got Sertan. Yep. You got Sertan. You got Kwan Williams. You got Damari Mathis. You have Jaquan McMillan. And then Isang Bassi, is, is he, is he going to be your slot, or would you rather go with a guy like Fabian Moreau? Well, the thing, Moreau's been, Moreau's been in the league for seven years, right? So you, you got an idea of what you're going to get. Bassey has played well, although I think he got two gifts in the interceptions that he had in the, in the preseason games. But he, I, I think he's earned a spot on the football team for sure. Yeah, I think so too. He he makes he makes my final fifty three at the corner. But safety safeties gets interesting because you have a lot of options. You could go with uh, you probably go with four, right? You're probably going to keep four, right? You probably go with Simmons, Jackson, Stearns, and your fourth would be PJ Locke. Yeah, but we haven't seen him either. Well, so. we saw him at the beginning of camp, and I think he might have even played in the first preseason game. But then he got he got carted off the field. I think it was last week in practice. Yeah, Stearns, man, there's some draft picks they're going to have to get rid of that been that have been recent. And then maybe Delarin Turner Yell. I mean, if if Locke can't play and he's he's headed to injured reserve, I would imagine that Delarin Turner Yell would be the last one, right? Right. And you've you've put this out there, you know. And what does that put J.L. Skinner, who was a who was a draft pick of theirs? It puts him on the practice squad. Is yeah. where it puts him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not worried about J.L. Skinner. He'll he'll be on the practice squad. And and that's a development piece, right? I mean, outside of laying laying big hits, he doesn't have a ton of other strengths at least right now until he develops them so i think he's a development piece for sean payton okay all right so you're down to four safeties okay linebacker inside linebacker jewel singleton sanders we know that's going to happen i think they probably go with four or no they signed the other oh the gosh now you you, you, you uh, bragged okay, about yeah. my proud yeah, yeah yeah you bragged about my prowess with names but i haven't had his learned off the top of my yeah. head the only reason i know is cuz he, he's a UNLV kid so oh he so what's his name so uh, you know it's so say it yeah austin ajike ajike uh, okay yeah. Uh, okay. Listen, and he and he came in when Jonas Griffith got hurt. I, I don't think he makes a team. You know, he's 
He can play, but he's undersized, and especially for an interior guy. He's only 223. You know, you want those guys up around 240 because they've got to thump a little bit. So, so where are we at right now with numbers? Ooh, on the defensive side, I was at 26 on offense. I am at 37 on defense. So we still got some slimming to do here. Mm-hmm. All right. So then uh, uh, pass rush, pass rush. Gregory, Clark, Benito, Baron and but see that's the thing. Cooper. Baron Brown is going to be on IR to start off. Yeah, he'll. I, I'm, I'm guessing he's going to start on IR. I would be surprised if he didn't actually. So let's yeah. so let's just say for the sake of argument, uh, Gregory. Let's say for the sake of argument, Browning is on IR. Okay. Yeah. So you'll assume that at a certain point you bring him in, but outside of that, you're probably keeping Gregory Cooper, Clark, Benito. Beyond that, is there anybody that's sticking out to you, Gregory? Gregory, Gregory. I mean, you could go. Yeah, I, I think that's probably. You, you would want more rotation, yeah. guys, wouldn't you? Well, what do you think of Aaron Patrick? Special teams, he plays a ton, so I bet he'll make it. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and you know, he's another one of those guys that under the radar came back really, really quick from an injury. Um, and, and so you like the upside, but you have to be careful betting on that upside. So I, I think he makes it. Okay. okay. I'm down to 31. I got to get Forrest Merrill off of here. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, you, I mean, do you have anybody else at pass rush? We just named four, right? We got Gregory, Cooper, Clark, Benito. There's there's four. You keeping any more right out of the shoot? And then Patrick, you probably keep. So you probably keep five there. Yeah. Yeah. And you can afford to. And, and listen, don't be surprised if some of these guys go midseason when they when Baron Browning comes back. And, you know, but for right now, it is what it is. Okay. All right, so then and then defensive line and this is this is tricky, right? Defensive line, defensive line. Let's see. You got Zach Allen, you got DJ Jones, you got Jonathan Harris. There's three. Yeah, but this is good, tricky because these guys have played well, right? Okay. Because Matt Henningsen has played really well. Elijah Garcia, like you're going to be if they get rid of Elijah Garcia, everybody's going to be really disappointed, right? So I, I think he makes the team. This it's a good tricky. Okay, so you got Garcia, Henningsen, Jonathan right? So Harris, at, Jones. So that's that's five. Purcell, or what are you going to do? You you, you you didn't renegotiate just to cut him, did you? No, he's on the team. Yeah, okay. he's on the team. Keep him. So then six. So you got six there. Where are we at? How many are we at there? Okay. I'm at 29 and 26. I need to, I need to cut two more. You need to cut two? Yeah. All right, so then goodbye to Aaron Patrick. I <laughs> oh, see, and this is where it gets difficult. I'm glad I don't have to make the decision. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So let's pre- let's call him. You you keep that list, and we'll bring it tomorrow morning. Okay. From eight to ten, our Sunday morning shows. That'll be and fun. We're gonna and we're gonna we're gonna see how we did based upon tonight's performance. Who who are the who who sticks out to you as far as the names that we just mentioned over the last two segments as guys that that probably are luxuries at this stage. I, I, man, at this stage, I think Aaron Patrick would be a, lu- a luxury. Um, I think Atkins would be a luxury. Mm, you maybe just you maybe just nailed him. Yeah, that might have been it. All right, so keep that list. Okay, we're gonna see how we That'll did. We're gonna see how we we're gonna see how we did. I look forward because to cut down you. day is Tuesday. It's August 29th. But first, we've got one more preseason game to get out of the way, and maybe some of those names change. Maybe we end up saying, well, look at what he did in the third preseason game. I mean, you can't leave him off this roster. 
And then obviously we'll see what happens with Judy and and hopefully he's slated to come back earlier than than a potential IR stint, right? So, all right, Kyle, buddy, let's enjoy this one tonight. Everybody out there, if you're headed down to the game, we hope you enjoy it as well. Broncos and Rams about to kick off. That was the fan football pregame on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan.